God, we thank you for what you're about to do and for what you're about to say. It's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. Somebody shout amen. Please clap your hands. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus right now. Come on, let's establish. We thank God for the praise team for establishing the atmosphere. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Y'all put your hands together for Jesus and all that he has done. You mean to tell me, even you online, that's all you got for God after all he's done for you? How he's kept you and your babies and your family? He's, he's never dropped the ball. He's never, he's never been defeated in your life. God, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, in obedience to God who's the head of my life, to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit who is our comforter. Ah. Uh, to my beautiful wife who's not present due to youth activities, Aisha Watson. To my brothers and sisters, I love you guys. I thank God for this opportunity to our pastor, to the head of uh, the, the, the priest of this household, the under-shepherd of this house, Apostle Keith Richard. Come on, yes, he's doing an amazing job. Can you imagine what he's going through? I want to get right to the word. I want to get right to the word to his beautiful wife, his beautiful bride, Lady Tanisha. We thank God for them and their family. Uh, I, I need no introduction. I just want to introduce what God, the Holy Spirit, has, has put on my heart to, to say to you. So if you could please stand, let's jump right into this thing. I ain't got time to play because people are dying and going to hell. And the church is being held accountable. He's looking. He's watching us. And turn with me, if you have your Bibles, to the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 18. A very familiar passage of Scripture. We'll begin with the first verse. Jeremiah 18, beginning with verse 1. I know you have your smart device. I see some Bibles out. That's what I'm talking about. Some book Bibles I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. Uh, a lot of us leave those in, in, the, in the, never mind, I'm keep going, let me keep going. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning at the first verse. If you're there, say, I got it. If you're looking up behind, on, the, on the screen behind me, say, yes, sir. All right, uh-huh. Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning with the first verse. And it reads, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, verse 2, arise. Somebody say, arise. And go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. To hear my words. This is God talking to Jeremiah. Verse 3, then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. Verse 4, and the vessel that he made, somebody say, he made. <laughs> Stay with me, please. Of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again. Another vessel. He did it over. And as seemed good to the potter to make it. Verse 5. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, verse 6, and we'll end here, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand. O house of Israel. For a topic I want to talk today, I want to encourage somebody today, rather, endure the process. 
You may be seated. Come on, have a seat in the name of Jesus. Somebody, yeah, go ahead and put your hand. That's, that's deep right there, y'all. Uh, the, the words are preaching for themselves right now. Endure the process. If I may speak, I don't know what you're going through right now, but God has sent me here to just say, endure the process. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Speak. Uh, hide Reggie behind the cross, Father God. May not I utter a word, but Holy Spirit, you speak and say everything that you want your people to hear. I, 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 I rebuke uh, distractions, Father God. Open our eyes spiritually. Open our ear gates spiritually, Father God, so that we may see and hear only what, you're, what you have to say to us. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, because it's, it's all because of you that have helped us to endure the process. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody shout, endure the process. Look at somebody, hashtag this if you're online, uh, I will endure the process. <laughs> be careful now, be careful with what you say, because when we think of the book of Jeremiah, I'm just going to talk and, and give you just a quick autobiography of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was born a priest. He was chosen to be a prophet before birth. He was called at a very young age and commissioned by God to be a prophet. He was forbidden to marry. My Lord, have my, Lord, my mercy. As my granny would say, Lord, my mercy. He was forbidden to marry. He, he was rejected by his peeps, by his people, by his folks. Uh, he was hated. He was beaten. He was jailed. And he was considered to be a traitor. Anybody know somebody like that? <laughs> his own message broke his heart. We know Jeremiah is just the prophet. We fit the, the weeping prophet, rather. But we have to understand that Jeremiah would cry because of the word that God would give him. Lord, God, you really want me to tell your people this? He would weep because God's own people were disobedient. They wouldn't listen. They wanted to do their own thing. The prophet Jeremiah would cry because he knew that God loved his people so very much so that he would pray and God, please forgive them. He would weep and he would cry and he would cry and he would weep. And I thought about how some of our parents are. <laughs> I'm talking about that real big mama them back in the day. You know, big mama them would wake up in the morning, Lord, cover my kids, cover my grandkids to the point of crying and weeping because she knew what we were out there doing. <laughs> you, you, most of you know your mom and your dad. We think they don't understand what's going on, but they know what we're into or they know that sometimes we're up to no good, but they're weeping and they're crying and they're praying so that God would have mercy on us. Jeremiah, he got to the point in life where he wanted to throw in the towel, but God. <laughs> we must remember, my brothers and sisters, that in the midst of whatever's going on, you still must remember that God is in control. God is in control, and, and you have to endure the process of whatever you're going through, through whether it's the pre or the post epidemic. Uh, it, it endure the process, whether it's through a famine or flood or an earthquake, mudslide, a drought that's going on in your life. You must endure the process, whether it's it's murder. You may have been raped. You may have been taken advantage of. You may have been used and abused and treated like a, a old filthy rag. But God has sent me here today to tell some. Somebody to endure the process. Amen. Amen. God, no matter what, no matter what's going on, God has an absolute right to deal with nations according to their conduct towards him. You missed what I said there. No matter what, God has an absolute right. 
to deal with nations according to their conduct towards him. And this is what he was trying to do when getting Jeremiah's attention. Uh, we, talk, we talk about it, and I, and I want the media ministry to put this up on the board. What is a process? A process is a particular course of action intended to achieve a, resu- a, a, a result. A result. Example, uh, the procedure of obtaining a driver's license. I know most of y'all didn't wait until you got your license to drive, uh, like, like myself. But, but in, order, in order to get your license the, the legal way, you have to go through a process. First, you have, to, you have to be of a certain age. You have to get a permit to drive. You have to pass a written and a driving test. In order to get your driver's license, you have to go through the process. Somebody said the process. I'm just painting a picture here. Stay with me, please. The process of digestion. You, you know when our food is digested. First, the first process, the first act in that process is we smell the food in our glands. Uh, uh, there, there's, there's, uh, start to salivate. Our mouth starts to salivate. We swallow it. We have to swallow uh, all the way to our esophagus. There's a process even in digesting our food. So when we think about it, and this is where I want to take my time and, and really get your attention, we think about it, there are four major steps that the potter uses, and I'm going to go through these quickly, uh, when he's at the wheel making a clay. The first step is he centers the clay. Somebody say center. He, he centers the clay. Could it be, my brothers and sisters, the reason that we're swaying left and right and a whole a lot of hell has entered our lives uh could it be the reason that that we're going through so many things is that we're not balanced <laughs> our life is not balanced our prayer life's not balanced our the, we speak negative uh even towards ourselves we speak doubtful words even to ourselves could it be that the reason that we don't have any balance in our lives is because we're not centered. God is not the center of our life. God is not the main reason that we, when we wake up, he's not the first person that we thank and give him the glory and the honor. Could it be? The second step of, 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 of a potter's process is number two, he opens up. The peace. Now, this is tricky because the potter knows that if he doesn't manage to keep his hands totally still <laughs> on the object, it will wobble and, and the outsides of the clay won't be centered. He, he has to open up. He literally has to stick his fingers in the clay and, and deal with the inside. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. The Holy Spirit is trying to tell somebody that God is working a work on you and he, he's trying to pry open on the inside of you. He's trying to open you up to his will, to his word, to his way. But here we are, this hard clump. This, we so hard-headed sometimes, y'all. God is trying to open us up to the blessings that he has in store for us. But are we, are we being manageable? <laughs> are we willing? The, the third step, the third step is the pulling up of the walls and the trimming that goes together. My brothers and sisters, that speaks for itself. There are some things, there are some people, there are some, uh, some, some uh, free time, some habits. There are some things that we have in our lives that God is trying to trim off and trim out of our lives because he wants us to, to be this, this example of what a real Christian looks like. Forget, forget the word Christian. He wants a follower of Christ. Check it for yourself. In the Bible, when he went to the disciples, he didn't say, hey, yo, hey, come be my Christian. He said, just follow me. I know you. I know you. Just, just, just follow me. God just wants somebody that, that, is, that can hear his word and will just follow him. 
First Peter 5 and 6 says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up. We try to exalt ourselves. We try to so hard in life to make ourselves look good. I had an experience, uh, Brother Mike knows, to where I got to a point where I'm so humble now. God, whatever you want to do, I know it ain't me. Uh, the humility will wake you up. But when you become humble, Mama Ruby, when you become humble, God will lift you up and say, I know you. I know you're still struggling in some areas, but come on, baby. Hold my hand because I'm going to pull you up just like we do our children because time is of the essence and I got a calling on your life in the name of Jesus. So let's hop to the text. Let's hop to the text. I, I just wanted to paint a picture because, uh, you know, we, we have to read in the first verse. It says that the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise. I wish I, I had more time than, than I do. Um, I, I, I need you guys, uh, if you don't hear anything that I say, please listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. The key to this chapter is a general declaration of God's ways in dealing with the nation and kingdoms. We see what's going on around us. That he can easily do with, with us any way that he sees fit. Just like a potter. Living right now, we're living, listen to me, we're living in a season uh, of end times. And not only are many churches closing, but churches are asleep. And not only are churches asleep, but churches are just shutting down, but there is a great falling away. Ah, I know this to be per I know this to be personally true. I've spoken to some friends, and they're like, Man, I'm not doing church no more. Man, I'm, I'm tired of that. I hate church. I hate church folks. What kind of example are we leading to the lost? But not even the lost, but those that are, that were once claimed to be Christians, those that were once saved. There's a great falling away people don't want to hear nothing about no church no 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 word of god they just want to do them and do their lives what kind of example are we leading what kind of example lifestyle are we living to where people don't want nothing to do with the church no more people don't want nothing to do with god no more people don't want to do with, with prayer and what thus says the Lord. What kind of example are we leaving? But God said to Jeremiah, arise. <laughs> he told him, he told him, let's go to the scriptures. First he said, arise. And then he said, go down. <laughs> oh, y'all missing all this good stuff. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, Proverbs 6 and 9 says, how long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? We're sleeping. We're sleepwalking. Sister Taj, we're sleepwalking. We're doing church and we're sleep. Walking, verse 2 says, he told Jeremiah to rise. He said, get up. Then he told him to go down, <laughs> down to the shop where clay pots and, and jars are made. He said, listen to what he said in verse 2. He said, I will speak to you while you are there. The Hebrew, Hebrew translation for the word down, he said, go down to the pot out. The Hebrew word for, for down is, is yarad, Y-A-R-A-D, yarad. And yarad means to be prostrate. He says, he says, go down. I want you to be in a submissive position. I want you to go down, prostrate on your belly and on your face when you're dealing with me. God, can you please hashtag can, media team? Can we throw this hashtag up? Those that know God's, those that want to know God's mind must first follow his schedule, not your calendar, not your time, not your time plot. Those that really want to know God's mind must first follow his schedule and go where they may hear 
his words. Go ahead and hashtag that. You might as well send that to somebody. Share this. Somebody needs to hear that word. Uh, so I want to focus real quickly on three things. My time, uh, my time is, is winding down. I want to focus on three things in the text. And the first thing is the potter. <laughs> Uh, the second is the wheel, and the third is the clay. I'm going to give them to you real quick. The potter. Number one, let's look back at verse three. Let's look back at verse three. Uh, we're talking about the potter. The potter is God. Uh, 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 he said, uh, go down. <laughs> uh, I got something I want to show you. Huh? A lot of us, if we really want to get God's attention, go down, prostrate on your face. God, what do you want me to do in this season? What Example, do you want me to lead in my family? What kind of follower of Christ do you want me to be on my job? God, I know that my reputation is shady and dirty. I know that my name has been slandered. I, I know that they talk about me like a dirty dog. I know I've been arrested. I know I've, I've, had some, I've, I've killed somebody and I had to pray that they come back to life and they came back to life in the name of Jesus. This ain't all me, y'all. I'm just throwing things out there. Uh, 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 but, but I know I got dirt and shade on my tag. But, but, but God, <laughs> the potter is at the wheel, my brothers and sisters. Let's look at verse 3. Uh, so Jeremiah said, so I did as he told me. That's the problem with us. We're so disobedient. We're so hard-headed. Brother Casey taught me a, a, a beautiful lesson when I was dealing with my kid, my daughter. She was really being disobedient and hard-headed. And I said, and I wanted to, I wanted to put some hands on her. I wanted to, I wanted to lay hands on her, but, you know, not pray. I wanted to lay, I wanted to tap her, uh, her little hiney. And Brother Casey said, Reg, can you imagine how God looks at us <laughs> when we sin and when we do us? Can you imagine if God did us like we do our own children? Can you imagine how we would be if God just spanked us and, and, and just put us in the corner on time out and, and disciplined us every time we did something wrong? Obedience. Jeremiah was obedient. He said, so I did <laughs> what God said, and I went down to the potter's house, and I found him at the potter. We're talking about the potter. The potter's God, y'all. The potter has the power over the clay. A, 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 a potter... Uh, the destiny of the clay, thank you, Holy Spirit. The destiny of the clay is in the potter's hand. Uh, the potter has, has the best intent for the clay. The potter wants to see the clay shining bright like a diamond on, on the top shelf. The potter wants to see, <laughs> man, the potter wants to see the fruition, the works, the fruit of the creation from his hand. You have to understand that the potter wants what's best for your life. But you have to be willing. You have to be flexible. You have to be <laughs> obedient sometimes. You have, to, you have to be on his calendar and his plan. You have following his agenda. Don't just come to church because it's your preference. Come to church because it's your purpose. I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be here. This is where God has me. This is the ministry that he wants me in because God has a purpose for my life. Mm, the potter has the best intent. He works with us seeking a, a certain flexibility. He wants us to be flexible. Do, do you ever include God in your, in, your, in, your, <laughs> in your day? Do you really and truly <laughs> put God on your calendar 
through the week? Do you really have a scheduled time where, no, this is when I got to, not that you need to have a, a, a specific time, but it's good to have an appointed time where, no, I'm, I'm shutting everybody out. I don't want to talk to my husband. I need to get before the Father and hear what he has to say to me. We talk too much. Sometimes we need to be quiet. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so, so number one, we see the potter. The potter is God. Number two, number two, my second point, this is what we want to focus on in this story of Jeremiah because Jeremiah trying to find out is a sermon already prepared for him. So he runs down to the potter's house. And number two, he's, he's observing the wheel. <laughs> he, he already observed the potter. Now he's observing the wheel. The wheel, what is the wheel? The wheel is circumstances in my life. I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but, but we're, we're only in uh, uh, three categories. Either we're in a storm, we're going into a storm, or we're coming out of a storm. There's circumstances in our lives. There's things that happen in our life. Go back to verse 3. He said, so I did as he told me, and I saw the potter working. God is working in your life, my brothers. God is working in the church right now. We better wake up and we better see what God is doing. Don't just watch the local news, uh, fake news, but, but watch what's going on in the world. Watch what's happening to people. Watch the falling away. Talk to people. Are you going to church? What's going on? How are you spiritually? How are you mentally? How are you emotionally? People are, 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 uh, are committing suicide and, and plotting to, to end it all because they're so confused. But here Jeremiah is looking at the potter. He's looking at the wheel. Here's a question. How does God mold and shape us? Think about it. Time's up. He, 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 he molds and shapes us by trials, by chastening us sometimes, by circumstances. Remember, the wheel is controlled by the potter. Uh, old school. Uh, the wheel is, could the tempo of the wheel, <laughs> the, the, the wheel is controlled by the potter. So we got to be careful when we complain. I'm let that sink in like seasoning. We got to be careful when we complain, God, why I got to go through this? Why? Why you put this in my life? Why am I dealing with this? Why am I broke, busted, and disgusted? Why? Why me? Why me? Why me? You better be careful when you complain. Because to complain against your circumstances, to murmur like Israel, uh, this is what God is telling Jeremiah, like Israel, to murmur against God, even in the wilderness, even through your situation. You know, they went through some circumstances. They went through some things in the wilderness, right? To murmur against God is to complain. To murmur against your circumstances is to complain against God. So, number one, we see that Jeremiah, he sees the potter. Number two, he sees the wheel, circumstances of life. The potter is God. Number two, he sees the wheel. The wheel is the circumstances of life. God, God is controlling the tempo. Up, oh, I see he's, he's losing faith. Let me speed some things up in his life. Oh, 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 I see he's, he's going too fast. Let me slow. <laughs> let me slow the wheel down. Let, let me slow, let me slow the, the drama. <laughs> let me slow the drama that's going on in, in his life. Oh, he's being hard-headed and disobedient and doing his own thing and smoking and drinking and cussing and fussing and fighting and all that stuff. Uh, let, me, let me put some things in his life to get his attention. You know I'm right. 
You know I'm right when we're doing us. God knows how to get our attention, God. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. But Jeremiah's watching as the sermon's already been prepared. He sees the potter, which is God. He, oh, God, that's God. Okay, I got it. He sees the wheel. Man, that's the circumstances of life. Uh, they, they go round and round. He got me going. I sound like my pastor right now. In circles. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I'm going through, it's a Ferris wheel. I've been through this before. Why can't I get off? Why can't I put it down? Why can't I leave it alone? God is in control, y'all. So number three, so we see the potter, we see the wheel, and final third, the clay. The clay is Israel. The clay is you. The clay is me. The clay is Israel. God, is, God has his attention. He's trying to let Jeremiah know, I don't like what I'm seeing. Let's read verse, verses 4 through 6, because in verses 4 through 6, we see what, what, what happens next, the plot, because, uh, but the jar he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. This is God. God, God is speaking to Jeremiah, uh, the, and, he, and he witnesses the potter. And what the potter was making, the potter said, I don't like this. Woo! Uh, can you imagine <laughs> uh, if you can have a conversation with God, if you can hear what the devil is whispering, was, is, you know, just like Job, <laughs> Sister Tina, if you can hear the conversation going on about you, uh, that the enemy is trying God, God, look at him. Look at what he's doing. Look, look at it. Look at her again. Uh, Israel was you, Israel's me. Uh, and, and can you imagine God saying, yeah, I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like the lifestyle that he's leading, that she's living. I don't like that she keeps getting stuck in this addiction, this cycle of addiction. So the potter did what? The, the potter, I'm, I'm, I'm in verse 4. Uh, the potter squashed the jar into a lump of clay. Please stay with me because uh, this is going to bless your mind, bless your heart like it blessed mine. The potter squashed the jar into a lump of clay and guess what the potter did? Come on, y'all, wake up. Good morning. Is this thing, is this thing on? He made it again. <laughs> There's a song that says, Lord, make me over. God, make me over again. God, yeah, I, I know I'm here. I know I've lost a lot of years, but Time is not up. I, I'm still on this side. God, make me over again. God, give me another chance. You've got to understand that God is in the recycling business. My goodness, my God, Pokey. God wants to recycle. He don't throw you away like we do our trash. God wants to use you and use you until you're flexible and say, now I'm pleased. Let me put you up on the shelf because you're, you're a value. <laughs> you're, you're, you're worth something. There's something I want to encourage somebody today. No matter what you're going through, no matter what the hell that, uh, that you've been dealing with, what the hell you've been dealing with, that is. Uh, what you've been, the hellish things that you've been dealing with in your life, God values you. Oh, he has a plan for your life. Uh, it's just like God. He won't throw us away. Verse 5 says, then the Lord gave me this message. <laughs> this is Jeremiah said, whoa, that a preacher, as the men, uh, um, uh, preachers would say, oh, that a preach. And, and verse 6 says, he says, oh, Israel, will you please take Israel out and say your name? Oh, Reggie. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Nick. Oh, 
Oh, oh Reggie, can, will you listen, please? Can, listen, listen, please. Can I not do to you as the potter has done to this clay? Oh, I got it, God. I see what you're saying. Uh, as the clay is in the potter's hand. Oh, this, this, this is shouting. Uh, oh, we got musicians. This is shouting uh, a moment right here. Just as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you. In my hands, this is all I really wanted to come and say. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter how you feel like the life, the pressures of life is squashing you and, and bruising you and cutting you and chopping you and, 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 and bruising you, you have to understand that you're still woo, in the hands of God. Can you imagine going through what you're going through late at night, the pillow is soaking wet with tears, and here is God holding you. <laughs> You're still in my hands. As long as we're in God, stay in God's hands. Somebody say, stay in God's hands. Stay in his hands. Stay in his hands. Because we, at the end of the day, when we think about it, clay is messy. Mud is filthy. Mud is, is worthless. Amen. Huh? That sounds just like me. I'm worthless. But mud is all over the earth and in a raw state. It has no value. <laughs> in, in a raw state, mud has no value. Stay with me. In a raw state, mud has no value. But with the potter's touch, <laughs> my goodness, transformation and renewing has to take place. Stay in the master's hand. And as I come to my end, I want to just encourage you to let you know that whatever you've been through or whatever you're going through, just make sure that you go through did you catch that? Make sure that you go through. Go through the process and endure the process. Don't give up. Don't, don't faint. Don't fall out. Don't start uh, uh, leaving people high and dry. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Go through the process because there's something precious on the other side. This precious on the other side, like clay, we may have been pounded. We may have gone through some things, but God is, wants us to know that we're still in his hands. We're still in his hands. Amen? And I just want to end uh, with, uh, with, the, with the story. I was watching the newscast one day, and they were talking about thunderstorm. And, and as I was watching the effects of a storm, they were, they were, they were uh, focusing on how powerful the water is, how it can just easily just push tall buildings to the side, blow uh, many, many, many cars, just, just drifted on down. The winds are so strong, and, and, and the currents and, 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 uh, from, the, from the oceans would, would overlap, and the flooding would come. But my eye, for some reason, was fixed on this palm tree. <laughs> Uh, and, and as the news reporter was talking about the effects, the effects of the storm, what the storm is doing, all of the things the storm is damaging, all I can stay focused on was the palm tree. Now, I need for you to understand that, that a palm tree is very significant. Mm. Uh, remember that a palm tree represents triumph. A palm tree represents victory. So no reason. It, 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 you have to understand that in John chapter 12, Jesus, as he was entering Jerusalem on a donkey, and the people were taking palm trees and throwing them, and they were waving them, and they went down the road shouting, praise God. Woo. 
What am I saying? When we go through storms and trials in life, we need to be like that palm tree. We need to wave our hands and and let God know that uh, we will be triumphant. I will be victorious. There is glory after this. Uh, My story will continue after this. Somebody's going to be blessed by this testimony. So with my hands, I'm just going to praise him. Just like Israelites did, I'm going to keep shouting Praise God, no matter what we go through. My brothers and sisters, endure the process. Y'all, somebody give God a great big hand of praise on that. Because no matter what we go through, God is, he has all of our issues, all of our problems, all of our circumstances in his hands. Many people are waving and throwing palm trees, praising him. I will be victorious. I will be triumphant as long as I endure the process. So, my brothers and sisters, that's all I came to say. The Holy Spirit wants to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, stay in his hands. Continue to endure the process. Christ is our perfect example. Go ahead and play, uh, musicians. Uh, He endured the process. Jesus Christ is the perfect example. He endured... The process. He endured all the haterade, all the shade that was thrown his way. He endured people spitting it, spitting it. I don't like people to spit in my face, even if they're talking to me and we're friends. He endured the criticism. He endured the insult. He endured being sold out. He endured the process. He endured being beaten. The Bible says that he was beaten so severely that his face was unrecognizable. Thorns uh, of a crown shoved on his head, blood rushing in his eyes, and, and every time he, he inhaled, he was tasting his own blood. He was beaten, he was lied on, he was sold out, despised and rejected. <laughs> he was scarred, his scarred and bloody body, his scarred back was 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 slammed on a, a old rugged cross. You do know that ministry is bloody, right? <laughs> Why do you think uh, sometimes pastor looks exhausted? Willingly. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, 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 he wasn't killed. He, he gave his life. He wasn't murdered. He, he gave his life. Willingly for your sins. Everything that you, you mean God, everything that I do? Everything, every, everything that I've ever done? Past sins that I forgot I did? People that I misled? And may have passed away living a life of sin. That was my bad. I gave him that first bottle. I, I, I passed the doobie to the left hand side and, 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 and he got addicted. But God still forgives the sinner. He doesn't like to sin. If you're here today and you do not have a personal relationship with Christ, I, I, I beg you. I ain't too proud to beg. I beg you. To, to give him a chance. We give so many things a chance. We give people chances after chance. We forgive and we forget. Give Jesus a chance. If you're here today, if you're here today and you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, don't, don't be shy. Don't be, don't be ashamed. Raise your hand. If you're online, all of those are all around the nation that are watching right now, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I promise you, I promise you, uh, 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 we have some individuals here uh, that will reach out to you and will embrace you and will love the hell out of you. Come on, I'm, I'm saying that the, the things that you have going on on the inside, God wants to have a relationship with you. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, please uh, do us a favor and, and tag online. Um, uh, I want to follow Christ. 
You've endured the process. You've been through enough. It's time, it's time to get to know what having a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're here and you don't have a true relationship, if you're not sure what a real relationship looks like, what does that look like? Please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. We want to connect with you. We want to connect with you. Uh, my second proposal for those who do not have a church home. We know, we know churches are shutting down. We know people are giving up on the church. We do not want you to break away. Uh, 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 my mama used to say, um, in order to stay warm, you got to stay by the fire. There's warmth here. We want you. If you, have a, if you don't have a church home or if you've backslid, we want to make sure that if you were to walk out these double doors today and pass dead on the stairs, we want to make sure that heaven is going to be your home. If that's you, we want you to text or type in, uh, I want a relationship with God. I'm looking for a church home, maybe. If you're looking for a church home, please raise your hand. First, second time, and third time visitors, we just want to let you know we have one. Praise God. Come on, put your hands together. Our, bro- our, brother, our brother has come back home, and we thank God for restoration in your life. We thank God for what he's doing. And last and final, if you just need prayer. We know, we know we're moving out of the phase of the social distance distancing but if you if you just need prayer we want to connect with you if you're online and you need prayer this is a house of prayer well this is a house of prayer amen my time my time is up but i want to make sure if you need prayer please raise your hand before we depart before we leave amen brother we we will take you aside as soon as we dismiss we have to get ready for the the second service uh please share this please let everybody know that we have a 9:15 a.m service every sunday Every Sunday morning, 9.15 and uh, an 11.15 uh, uh, a.m. service following immediately. So if all hearts are clear, come on, let's put our hands together one more time as our psalmist, uh, prophetess, uh, Sandrika comes. Uh, we want to praise God as we go out. Give somebody a great big hug and let them know that you love them and there's nothing that you can do about it. I'm going to pray real quick and I'm going to ask if we could please exit out of the side doors. We know we have some kids uh, in the back, this side door, that side door, so that we can clear space for those that are coming in for the 1115 service. Amen. Let us pray. God, thank you so very much for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing, Father God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your will. Thank you for your way. Thank you for letting us know, God, that if we would just endure the process, we'll see Uh, just how valuable we are to you just how much we're worth and we love you we thank you it's in the mighty the matchless the magnificent and the marvelous name of jesus christ we pray everybody put your hands together and say amen